Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you are with us today. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad that you are with us. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, and we're right at the end. Now, there's a big question within the Christian church, and that is where does the responsibility as a believer, as someone who knows Christ personally, who believes the Bible completely, and who really desires to walk with the Lord in, in a full, full surrendered life. I mean, we really want to do that. We're not perfect at it, of course, but we want to. So where's the line drawn between loving God, following God, and honoring the state, you know, the government? And in today's world, that discussion and that question rages at a pretty high volume level. I promise you it does. And and it comes about us in different ways. Most recently, when this is being recorded, uh, the COVID-19 and now the Delta variant is a big topic. And, and so a lot of believers are asking, should Christians get the vaccine or not? Should Christians wear their mask or not? At what level should Christians uh, not live by faith, but by the edicts of the government? And that's a good question. And there are really good people on both sides of that issue, right, that come down very differently. And both parties love the Lord, believe the Bible, and want to do what's right. So it's a big deal. But but perhaps the most plaguing question and the question that sticks around the longest is the issue of taxes, because now the Delta variant will go away. COVID will go away. This stuff will mutate and change. And probably in three or four years, it's not going to be an issue. However, I'm going to jump out on the edge here and say taxes uh, still going to be an issue. So does the Bible address taxes? And perhaps more specifically, does Jesus address taxes? So in, in verse 24, let me pick up and read this to you, and then we'll go back and talk about it. Okay, this is Matthew 17, beginning verse 24. Now, when they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the tax? And he said, yes. And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth tax or take a toll for a tax? From their sons or from others? And when he said from others, Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook into the water. The first fish that comes up, you will open its mouth and in its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and yourself. Now, Jesus says something amazing here. He says, so, okay, what is the origin of the tax? Who does it really come from? Does it come from people who don't follow me or does it come from people who follow me? In other words, does it come from people who are not believers or does it come from believers? Jesus at the bottom line says this, we should pay our tax. If at all, we, we need to pay our tax. So he said, you're going to go down to the water and I'm going to do a miracle to prove to you that honoring the government with your tax is important. So he goes down to the water, throws a hook in the water, pulls up a fish and pulls out basically double of what it would take to pay the tax. He said, go take it and pay the tax for yourself and for me. Now, Jesus wasn't at that point saying that the earthly kingdom is most important. He was in no way saying that. Jesus would make a statement later, and we'll get to it later on in our some episode down the road. He said, as much as it is possible within you, live at peace with God and man. 
In other words, as much as you can handle it, live at peace with the people around you. And paying your tax will allow you to live at peace with the government and with the people around you. Now, is the earthly government most important? Of course not. But it's about living at peace with them. Why? Why do we live at peace as best as we can, right? Now, there comes a point we'll talk about in a minute where civil disobedience comes in. But as much as we can, why do we live at peace? Because it opens the door for the gospel. When people can't find a reason not to listen to you, oftentimes they'll listen to you. (laughs) So we try to live at peace for sure. Now, there comes a point where civil disobedience might happen. What do we mean by that? Back during the COVID crisis, um, it was mandated that churches close in some states for as much as a year. But churches came up and said, well, wait a minute. We have the freedom to assemble and our assembly mandate by God is more important than the not assembly mandate by the state. And so they practiced civil disobedience. They said, we're going to go out and do this anyway. Uh, Catholic churches were closed down. There were priests who said, this is wrong because in the Catholic system, right? You need to have communion and all of that um, to get your salvation. Now, we don't believe that here, but they did. And so they practiced civil disobedience and said, we're going to open anyway. The issue of abortion. If it ever comes down where the state says, Terry, you have to teach that abortion is moral, right, and honored by God. I won't do it. I will say no to the government. I will not concede to a lie and to murder. I won't do it. So there comes a point when civil disobedience happens. But where Jesus is at this point, he's saying, look, we're going to pay the tax because we're going to pay the tax. Now, these believers who paid the tax, understand, would practice this civil disobedience just a few years later. A few years later, after Jesus' resurrection, as the church began to expand, they would be captured and arrested and commanded, you must by law bow down and worship Caesar. And if you do, we'll let you go. But if not, we're going to take your life. They paid with their life. Civil disobedience is going to come, but it's not here at this point in the text yet. Hey, honor the government as much as it doesn't disagree with the Bible. You'll live at peace with them and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. Help us, Father, to walk with wisdom in a day that is so treacherous and dangerous. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, we'll talk again next time.